at it. I am Coach Adrian. I'm Dr. Shira. We are the hosts of the Swim Culture Podcast. We want everyone to know that aquatics has always been a part of the Black culture and experience since the beginning of time. From scuba diving to fishing to the Olympics and surfing, we have done it all and are still doing it. Make sure you tune in and dive into the culture. The Swim Culture. Hey everybody, we are back with another episode of the Swim Culture Podcast and this is going to be a continuation of um, our discussion about you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and the protests that have been going on and um, how it all relates back to our specialty, which is swimming, aquatic related activities and you know, should leisure activities, should recreation really cost anything? Like should it should we have access to it, right? Is it a right for us to be able to participate in leisure activities? What you think, Adrian? I think that it should be a right because mental health-wise, you need something. Girl, that mental health. Mental health-wise, <laughs> you got to do more than work. Yes. <laughs> you cannot work with no play. Um, and this even or not for leisure. You need health-wise. You need to be able to have certain leisures. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it should be a right. So what makes you think that it's ver- a right versus a privilege? A privilege, yeah. We've always had, like, you know, people who the haves, the haves, nots, people who have access to things and who have the time. Time is precious, it's valuable. And a lot of people who don't have the time, when we're talking about economics like we talked about in the last show you know right. and accessibility to things you know um if i have to go to work or if i'm if i have two jobs or three jobs you know and i'm getting paid 15 dollars an hour at this job or 11 dollars an hour at this job to make ends meet so i can because the cost of living is ridiculous man I was having a conversation with my parents about going to the grocery store and how much food, like food is crazy expensive, you know, especially if you want to eat well. And so I think when it comes to that, just living, a lot of people are concerned with making it day to day and just don't have the time to sit back and, you know, let me meditate or let me go for a swim or let me go to the beach or let me exercise, you know, and so it's, that's just what it is in our society. And those who are on the bottom tend to be the ones that don't have the privilege to engage in leisure activities. But we both feel like, of course, you need that in your life. You need it in your life. Like quarantine. What do you think about quarantine? Do you when, think it's been... I, when I, listen, <laughs> I couldn't handle that. Uh-huh. Sitting in the house like that all the time. Man. That's mental health. Yes. You like need some sunshine. the breakdown. Yeah, you need some sunshine, fresh air. fresh air. Yeah. Like I literally it was on my and I hated a rainy day. I got to the point I was walking in the rain because I just need to be outside. Yeah. Um I, I walked. I feel you. Yeah. I gotta get outside. I walked and it was a nice brisk walk. Yeah. And sometimes it wasn't so brisk. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it was really slow, but I walked. I have to get some movement in. That quarantine taught me more about how important 
my leisure and mm-hmm. exercise was yeah. than anything else yeah. that I could really think of. It kept my mental health together because even laying down, sleeping, eating, mm-hmm. it wasn't doing it. As soon as I would go outside and take a walk, I came back in, I felt so much better. Yeah. And the, and the regulation of our stress, right? Because that helps regulate your stress. That helps ease certain things, clearing your mind. You know, if you're into like, you know, like energies and things like that, you know, just getting out. It was a full moon the other night, you know. And so just I think I think that helps you gain an appreciation too. Yeah. For your environment, for your surroundings, for yourself. Um, Our bodies are like amazing machines and things. And so just gain an appreciation for yourself and for your environment and your surroundings. I I think it comes with that. Remember, I ended up at the lake. Yeah. I couldn't take another minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I ended up at the lake because it was horrible. I yeah. couldn't handle this. Yeah. So, yeah. So, now that I have access to swimming, my leisure, um, we got to figure out ways in our, while we're at the Black Lives Matter, I would like to bring this to the table. Figuring out ways to make leisure activities more accessible. Because it is... To the black community? To the black community, yes. Because it's not only a right, but it's almost a necessity at this point because you need it for your mental health, your physical health, especially if um, they're trying to say that we have corona. Girl, it's we corona about to pop back off. Yeah, about corona too. because of our health. Yeah. You know, and that's true. We are... Our, pre-existing our pre-existing condition, conditions yeah. that don't have to really exist period Listen. if we had access to those lever those leisure activities yeah and i think the argument can be made that we needed more <laughs> we do I needed more that we, we needed we, we needed, needed more, more because like we are we are in dire straits i i'm and and i felt i think sometimes people are like oh it's not that bad oh, but like bad, bad. listen like we need we need it so like some school systems have, like, over the years have, like, because studies have shown, you know, that it helps with, like, academic performance and attention and things like that have implemented, uh, school systems have implemented, like, break times where in meditation and mindfulness, you know, you all, in, that's your area right there, <laughs> you know, but, um, and so, and seeing how that has worked with students doing yoga and things like that, but I definitely think for the black community it needs to be like a must and and allowing us to to de-stress and to cope because i say this all the time we have post-traumatic traumatic slave disorder <laughs> like we do like it is ingrained in us and just the traumatic things that have happened to our ancestors and through line- through our lineage like we're still dealing with the ramifications of that and so we need it as a must and that goes to that policy. Like, it could be implemented in the policy yeah. changes. and I think there needs to be, like, real um, centers of leisure. You were saying that it needs to be, like, centers of leisure, you were saying, that could um, be specific to the black community and things that we need to address our PTSD. Yes. <laughs> I'm serious about that. Yeah, yeah, I know you are. Yes. But yes, we do. We need um, centers of leisure that address the issues that we have in our community. Um, healthcare, 
mental health, nutrition, mm-hmm. economic, economic uh, training. You know, something that's accessible that is not if you you have to you need to be looking up on the internet to find out. No, yeah. like is there playing yeah. a day? You know, Monday, Wednesday, seven to eight. Come and get financial freedom training, and you know, and actually have someone in there to help people even from those who feel like it's not for them you know like if a if it's a person who's um say receiving social services Mm -hmm. you know giving them the information of uh, or giving them the education of how to move yourself into a better situation how to budget your money how to Mm -hmm. um live in your means and you know gain access to what you need i think that Lack of education, mm-hmm. lack of knowledge is mm-hmm. why we don't know things. Yeah. And if those, those programs were centered inside of the community as a, a school, I think that that would be a start. You know who I think was doing uh, that, and I was super excited um, before you know we left Atlanta? Um, the Village Market, ATL. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and it only happens, I think it's quarterly, um, but... I liked I like that what Dr. Key is doing with the like they have workshops and stuff that are happening. Yeah. I think that ha- that happening on like a continuous basis, you know, where they have lawyers coming and they're talking right. about, you know, your rights and about the law and about how to deal with certain right. things. Um nutrition. They had like when I say all the food options was vegan options or like healthy ways and the food was good and supporting black businesses and, and I it was just a beautiful thing. While we're on this yeah. Black Lives Matter where you just said learning about lawyers and justice yeah. and knowing your rights, you yeah. know, like that's important yeah. because a lot of black men don't know that they still can vote mm. even after being incarcerated mm-hmm. because it make you feel like once you got incarcerated, you're nothing. Yeah. Like, uh, was it a rehabilitation program mm-hmm. after being locked up? Yeah. You know, because some people, it was something stupid happened. Yeah. You know, nothing major. But just putting those centers of leisure mm-hmm. in our communities yeah. that are for us, by us, to benefit us. Because yeah. you know what happens when we get too much help. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, so the question I have for you, like... And, and and it's kind of controversial when you bring it up, you know, should should programming like that just be targeted and specific for the black community and black people in America? Like, should it be that specific? Because personally, I think we have our own unique DNA makeup. Yeah. And yeah. But look, don't let don't get me started. on Yeah. That. I mean, honestly, yeah, I do. I think things need to be intentional. I yeah, it, it but you know, some but sometimes people be like, "Oh, well, you're just like if it's not we." I think we get scared of targeting like just us specifically. That words. yes, and that we <laughs> that we um we start to include, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry that term people of color just bothers me. It really does. Like, and everyone I have a conversation with, I'm like, "Who are you? Who are you talking about?" And when I ask them, they say, "Oh, I'm talking about black people." Then just say black people, <laughs> because then you're you're broadening yeah. the 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 term, and everyone, an an Asian American, uh, Latino or whatever, they don't have the same. They don't have the makeup. same story, and the same lineage, and the same issues that we have to deal with on that same scale. You know what I'm saying? I do, but I 
back to your answer, your question, I don't think anything is wrong with it being black. Yeah. Because when you think about it, they give the statistics, either. it says black. Yeah. When we're talking about, and I can't get over coronas right now because we're still in it. And yeah. when the second wave will hit, yeah. uh, it will hit. Yeah. So while y'all out here playing with no mask, it will hit. Yeah. But when it hits again, they're not going to say, the stats are not going to say the people of color. The stats are going to say black. When you check a box, you don't say color. You, you check don't. your box, and your box gives you the option of black, non-Hispanic. Yes. Say that. Hispanic. Yes. Other. Yeah. White Caucasian. Asian. Pacific Islander. Paci- right. Yeah. So if you're able to check the box like that, then why yeah. can't we say black? Yeah, and I don't know. I don't understand. It but it's something I feel that it's like, oh, no, you don't say that. That was pre-Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> That was pre this movement. Yeah. Now this movement, we're talking about what can we do? What we in our specialized situations as um, aquatic educators. Yeah. On the scale that we're on, what could we do to do our part? Yeah. And we are doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I just wanted to you know emphasize that because I think that gets lost sometimes, and we we try to like sugarcoat and like kind of step lightly when it's when we want when deep down we want to well we can't step lightly right now no i agree when it's when we are dealing with a virus that's taking us out because we have underlying health conditions but we're all over the place um exist they're pre-existing and i mean pre-existing i don't mean just you know prior to a a virus or something i'm talking about like generational pre-existing so you're talking about people who have had high blood pressure from great grandmother Mm -hmm. like this is real and some people are not going to be here to have this conversation or even listen to this you know by january Mm -hmm. of next year because of pre-existing underlying conditions Mm -hmm. and that is where in the black community yeah or that's how they're telling us that it's in the black community and maybe we should listen and start eating healthy and start growing our own stuff and stop eating all that stuff at the processed stores and when you go to the grocery store you know you go down the aisle and there's frozen vegetables and then there's frozen ego Lego my egos and stuff like that. You know, look on the side that says frozen vegetables because those vegetables are cheaper. It's cheaper than that. Like, yeah, I'm in here serving these boys. But but then the fruit. but then the preservative stuff like lasts longer. And so, you know, my son, when I tell you his favorite fruit is blackberries, and so you know the berries have all you. I try to get the organic kind because of all the pesticides and stuff in this anyway. But he will eat a carton of them things like a a day like. Then all you the got time. a nice backyard. I know. And then you better get the garden. I know. I, no, I have I my gardens. I like, do. Keep going. Keep going. Then when you get more berries, but, let me know. And that's the. But then, <laughs> but the. Okay, but relating it back to leisure and recreation, yes. it takes time, oh, a yeah. significant amount of time, to learn about your plants, to learn what you need to do, to to learn the best times to grow things, to right. learn how to but to I think cultivate that needs your seed. It the does. Place. Like we need a garden. Like we do a gardening program. Yeah. I think that's good for the kids. Absolutely. Too. You need a gardening. program. Yeah, I was watching this TED talk, and in South Central LA, the gangster gardener. Oh. He was you because you know they're in the food deserts. Food yeah. deserts all over the place, and especially in in primarily in black communities, you know Hispanic communities too, you know. But he was using, you know the the sidewalk and the greenery that is on the sidewalk 
they have to maintain that as a residence. And he was like, well, if I have to maintain it, I'm going to use it however I need to. And he started growing plants and vegetables and things like that and got the community involved. You know, they find him and did all kind of stuff. And he had to fight to be able to utilize that, that, that land that he had to maintain. I mean, he's using it now and has a whole program and stuff. But I think that active, that, that sense of activism in, in investing in our, our own well-being and our wellness is definitely is vital and so we on that other activism activism side of you know police brutality the economic social injustice and and equity we need to there's a, a such an important fight for fighting for our well-being our health and wellness um and it's it's all interrelated. Our mental health, physical health, spiritual health, um, emotional, um, all of that is is necessary. And so, and I think that's where the, we come in. Yeah, with our absolutely. Because um, you're with pro kinesiology. Yeah, kinesiology. And pro mental health and putting the two together. It's we, all interrelated. It all interrelates, and you know, we of course our favorite subject is swim. Yeah, and. Um, with that dynamic, there's so many activities that you can do that doesn't require you to put your face in the water, but just low impact. Mm-hmm. It moves your muscles. Yeah. It soothes your mind. Yeah. Brings your heart rate. Heart rate down uh-huh. and regulation. Regulation. Low low impact on your joints and stuff, especially for you know older individuals and exactly. stuff. Exactly. Then dealing with kids. So right now our kids are all played with um, what they call special needs. You have um, ADHD. Therapeutic. Uh, um, autism spectrum. Um, what's the other one you do? You have um, some that have physical disabilities and then it turns into, like you say, a therapeutic situation. Mm-hmm. So you know, we- you know one of the best, like, one of the things that I think about is a picture that we took well, when we went to Colorado. <laughs> and and so just for those who don't know, aquatic activities are anything that's in out, you know, in and surrounding like water. And then the just the like the hike that we took, like that was like right by the water. Oh, yeah. And hearing the water, just the sound of it, you know, it's you it's don't have to put this. your face in the water. Yeah. But it's so therapeutic and I mean, I was just like this is amazing. You know, we didn't even get in the water, but we were by the water. And so I think just informing the, you know, our community and informing the public about their options to do that. I know. think that's why I like the girl, girls track. Yeah. I love that. What yeah. they did. Yeah. I love that they um, put I together. So I was so sad. With that that, and I was sad. Yeah. But I loved it because they actually had, who I'm looking up to now yeah, is two black women yeah. that came together and simply said, let's take a walk. Yeah. A 30 minute walk. Yeah. And when we went to Colorado, we saw the fruits of their labor because they had women of all ages. When we taught all a lady right. was like 80. Yes. You know how to swim. Yeah. Just because she's been walking and yeah. getting her health back. Mm-hmm. So it's simple strides like that, simple activism work in the healthcare a wellness field that needs to happen with yeah. black people, not only, mm-hmm. like you say, the police brutality and the other areas. So, you know, just to wrap things up, we are here as advocates, we are here as educators, and we have a passion for 
this overall space of like physical fitness and and wellness and health because they it's all interrelated and it's all connected and um in the upcoming shows we're going to be talking continuing the conversation um and how you know it affects our culture um the swim culture and check out our next episode when we speak to dr ashira allen as she gives us what kinesiology is and the importance of kinesiology so you guys can learn a little bit more about who we are and what we bring to the swim culture thank you so much for listening check us on the next episode thank you so much for listening to another episode of the swim culture podcast we hope you enjoyed it remember you can get involved by following us at the swim culture on instagram and facebook see you all in the water